0: SECTION 22 OF THE PROMULGATION OF UNIVERSAL PEACE, VOLUME 1 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater THE PROMULGATION OF UNIVERSAL PEACE, VOLUME 1 By Abdu'l-Bahá Abbaos section twenty two fifteen may fifth nineteen twelve at all souls church lincoln center chicago illinois notes by marzia moss the divine religions were founded for the purpose of unifying humanity and establishing universal peace any movement which brings about peace and agreement in human society is truly a divine movement any reform which causes people to come together under the shelter of the same tabernacle is surely animated by heavenly motives at all times and in all ages of the world religion has been a factor in cementing together the hearts of men and in uniting various and divergent creeds it is the peace element in religion that blends mankind and makes for unity warfare has ever been the cause of separation disunion and discord consider how his holiness jesus christ united the divergent peoples sects and denominations of the early days it is evident that the fundamentals of religion are intended to unify and bind together. Their purpose is universal, everlasting peace. Prior to the time of his holiness, Jesus Christ, the word of God had unified opposite types and conflicting elements of human society. And since his appearance, the divine teachers of the primal principles of the law of god have all intended this universal outcome in persia his holiness baha'u'llah was able to unite people of varying thought creed and denomination the inhabitants of that country were christians Mohammedans, jews zoroastrians and a great variety of subdivided forms and beliefs together with racial distinctions such as semitic arabic persian turk etc but through the power and efficacy of religion baha'u'llah united these differing peoples and caused them to consort together in perfect agreement such unity and accord became manifest among them that they were considered as one people and one kind the cause of this fellowship and unity lies in the fact that the divine law has two distinct aspects or functions one the essential or fundamental the other the material or accidental the first aspect of the revealed religion of god is that which concerns the ethical development and spiritual progress of mankind the awakening of potential human susceptibilities, and the descent of divine bestowals. These ordinances are changeless, essential, eternal. The second function of the divine religion deals with material conditions, the laws of human intercourse, and social regulation. These are subject to change and transformation in accordance with the time place and conditions the essential ordinances of religion were the same during the time of abraham the day of moses and the cycle of jesus but the accidental or material laws were abrogated and superseded according to the exigency and requirement of each succeeding age for example in the law of moses there were ten distinct commandments in regard to murder which were revealed according to the requirement and capacity of the people but in the day of jesus these were abrogated and superseded in conformity with the changed and advanced human conditions the central purpose of the divine religions is the establishment of peace and unity among mankind their reality is one therefore their accomplishment is one and universal whether it be through the essential or material ordinances of god there is but one light of the material sun one ocean one rain one atmosphere similarly in the spiritual world there is one divine reality forming the center and altruistic base For peace and reconciliation among various and conflicting nations and peoples. Consider how the Roman Empire and Greek nation were at war in enmity and hatred after the Messianic day. How the hostilities of Egypt and Assyria, though subdued in intensity, still flamed in the warring element of these ancient and declining nations. But the teachings of his holiness, Jesus Christ, proved to be the cement by which they were united. Warfare ceased. Strife and hatred passed away, and these belligerent peoples associated in love and friendship. For strife and warfare are the very destroyers of human foundations, whereas peace and amity are the builders and safeguards of human welfare as an instance two nations which have remained at peace for centuries declare war against each other what destruction and loss befalls both in one year of strife and conflict the undoing of centuries how urgent their necessity and demand for peace with its comfort and progress instead of war which blasts and destroys the foundation of all human attainment the body politic may be likened to the human organism as long as the various members and parts of that organism are coordinated and cooperating in harmony we have as a result the expression of life in its fullest degree when these members lack coordination and harmony we have the reverse, which in the human organism is disease, dissolution, death. Similarly, in the body politic of humanity, dissension, discord, and warfare are always destructive and inevitably fatal. All created beings are dependent upon peace and coordination. For every contingent and phenomenal being is a composition of distinct elements as long as there is affinity and cohesion among these constituent elements strength and life are manifest but when dissension and repulsion arise among them disintegration follows this is proof that peace and amity which god has willed for his children are the saving factors of human society whereas war and strife, which violate his ordinances, are the cause of death and destruction. Therefore, God has sent the prophets to announce the message of goodwill, peace and life to the world of mankind, inasmuch as the essential reality of the religions is one, and their seeming variance and plurality is adherence to forms and imitations which have arisen it is evident that these causes of difference and divergence must be abandoned in order that the underlying reality may unite mankind in its enlightenment and upbuilding all who hold fast to the one reality will be in agreement and unity then shall the religion summon people to the oneness of the world of humanity and to universal justice Then will they proclaim equality of rights, and exhort men to virtue and to faith in the loving mercy of God. The underlying foundation of the religions is one. There is no intrinsic difference between them. Therefore, if the essential and fundamental ordinances of the religions be observed, peace and unity will dawn and the differences of sects and denominations will disappear and now let us consider the various peoples of the world all the nations american british french germans turks persians arabs are all children of the same adam members of the same human household why should dissension exist among them the surface of the earth is one nativity and that nativity was provided for all god has not set these boundaries and race limitations why should imaginary barriers which god has not originally destined be made a cause of contention god has created and provided for all he is the preserver of all and all are submerged in the ocean of his mercy Not a single soul is deprived. Inasmuch as we have such a loving God and Creator, why should we be at war with each other? Now that his light is shining universally, why should we cast ourselves into darkness? As his table is spread for all his children, why should we deprive each other of its sustenance? His effulgence is shining upon all, Why should we seek to live among the shadows? There is no doubt that the only cause is ignorance, and that the result is perdition. Discord deprives humanity of the eternal favors of God. Therefore, we must forget all imaginary causes of difference, and seek the very fundamentals of the divine religions in order that we may associate in perfect love and accord. Consider humankind as one family, the surface of the earth as one nationality, and all races as one humanity. Let us live under the protection of God, attaining eternal happiness in this world and life everlasting in the world to come. O thou kind Lord, thou hast created all humanity from the same original parents. Thou hast intended that all belong to the same household. In thy holy presence they are thy servants, and all mankind are sheltered beneath thy tabernacle. All have gathered at thy table of bounty and are radiant through the light of thy providence o god thou art kind to all thou hast provided for all thou dost shelter all thou dost confer life upon all thou hast endowed all with talents and faculties all are submerged in the ocean of thy mercy o thou kind lord Unite all. Let the religions agree. Make the nations one, so that they may be as one kind and as children of the same fatherland. May they associate in unity and concord. O God, upraise the standard of the oneness of humankind. O God, Establish the most great peace. Cement the hearts together, O God. O Thou kind Father, God. Exhilarate the hearts through the fragrance of Thy love. Brighten the eyes through the light of Thy guidance. Cheer the hearing with the melodies of Thy word. And shelter us. In the cave of thy providence thou art the mighty and powerful thou art the forgiving and thou art the one who overlookest the shortcomings of humankind end of section twenty two recording by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in oxford england end of discourses of abdul baha Delivered in Chicago...